demon didn't take Grace. These people are sick. Are you afraid, Ricket? That was from Lord of Misrule. On this episode of Why Watch That. Why Watch That's on a quest to help you find the movies and TV shows you'll love. Buckle in. Reverend Rebecca Holland, played by Tuppence Middleton, along with her nine-year-old daughter, Grace, played by Evie Templeton, and her husband, Henry, played by Matt Stokoe, has lived in the village of Vero for almost a year. She works as a vicar, and Henry, who's a struggling writer, takes care of Grace when Rebecca's not home. They both appreciate the importance of good child rearing. When we bring a child into this world, we vow to guide them through the darkness and lead them towards the light. But that solemn vow is about to be tested in ways that the good vicar can't even imagine. Because in Barrow, the village folk not only go to church, but also pay homage to the ways of the old families, especially by engaging in seemingly lighthearted revelry during the annual autumn festival, which they call the Harvest. To the Harvest! To the Harvest! Who do we call? Now, this Lord of Misrule requires an offering in the form of the Harvest Angel. And as luck would have it, Little Grace has been chosen for that honor. This pleases Grace to no end, especially since she's enamored with the village's old ways. But when you dabble in things you don't quite understand, sometimes you get bit. where Grace has got to. Grace! 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 Grace. So it looks like Grace has up and disappeared. But where could she have gone? That's exactly what Rebecca desperately wants to find out. But Henry's content to let the authorities handle it. We just have to let the police do their job. Plus, this is a tight-knit community. So it's best to stay calm until everything's straightened out. We're not alone in this. They'll have your chiddler back in no time. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, something might be up. I mean, in a town this small, somebody's got to know something, right? My daughter went missing. I need your prayers to be a guiding light. Now, please, pray with me. No. Your Lord does not have your child. Okay, so who does? After all, despite his rudeness, Jocelyn Abney, played by Ralph Einson, knows a thing or two about the folklore that no one will speak about, but everyone believes. And it doesn't make for the best bedtime story. Who has taken my daughter? Every year we drive him out, but he stands in the fields and waits. And this mysterious watchful entity has taken hold of Grace, or so Mr. Abney says, which begs the question. Who stands in the fields and waits? Grace. And with that, Rebecca begins to be plagued by visions, but she doesn't attribute any of this to some sort of demon mischief. Instead, she believes that wherever Grace is, it's due to acts that are all too human. But Ida, played by Jane West, and Mary, played by Rosalind March, beg to differ. While the being responsible isn't a demon, it's certainly not a human. Instead, Gallo God's a spirit of the land. The feeling you get that you're never alone. And from there, things begin to get worse, much worse, and fast. He's here. All is as was. 
and with those cryptic words, Rebecca finds out that the people of Barrow aren't what they seem, and that she and her family are fodder for a ritual that began many years ago. After all, she's a representative of God, which makes her ripe for the picking. They know where Grace is. He has your girl. And in return, you'll give us great miracles. So what's Rebecca to do with these people? And what about Henry? Does he continue to have faith in these villagers? Either way, they better act and fast. Time to revel in chaos. You're gonna get our little girl back. This is how we love. But what will they receive in return for that so-called love, hmm? In the end, Rebecca will discover the answer. But what will be the consequences for her, her daughter, and all the villagers? What will the aforementioned spirit of the land do when he meets them? The midnight sun will rise. And you will see his glory. All right, Lord of Misrule. We're going to get into that. But before we get into that, we want to take the time, as always, to thank you guys for listening to the show. Um, continue to like, share, subscribe, and comment. Um, it really makes us feel warm and fuzzy inside, especially during oh. this time of year. Um, and <laughs> critic. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm, Jack Paul right. snipping at your nose. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and if you guys have never watched why watch that before? Like you guys. I was about to say, if you've never seen a Christmas movie or something, <laughs> I would hope that everybody's at least seen. Maybe not. This movie. Some, some, at least one. Yuletide carols. Yes, with their no. eyes on the globe. Um, but yeah, this. So, guys, if you haven't watched what I was doing, but go ahead and tell huh? these people that no, <laughs> Yuletide carols being sung by a choir. Oh, by being sung by a choir. All right. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead before these people say, what am I watching? What am I watching? All right. So critic is I'm going to actually punt it over to the critical is going to tell us um, the format of this show in case you've never seen it. Right. We do need to do this to be clear. Yes. I'm the critic as it says. So I've watched what we review. I'll give the review, but the producer has not. So the producer will talk about her impression of the plot summary, whether she watch it or not and how, and that's how we do it at why watch that so now with that said producer back to you how can people access lord of misrule and when yeah so lord of misrule um will be available on december the 8th um in theaters and video on demand so that's how we could watch this interesting movie who said it was interesting i did based off of the plot summary Mm -hmm. um yeah, I, I don't know. I wouldn't watch this without somebody saying, "Oh, we should watch this." Now, I would, I would watch this and be like, "Cause it's 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 weird in a way that I would I would watch it and be into it if someone told me." But it wouldn't be something that would just make my list. Like, "Oh, let me put this on the list to go watch." Mm-hmm. Is it really weird? You know, it depends on what you mean by weird. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no, the, the concept... I'm not asking you. No, I'm I know what I'm saying. I'm just saying I know it's rhetorical, but I'm saying the concept is not something that we haven't seen before, right? The concept mm-hmm. isn't... It's novel. something you haven't seen before. I don't know why you're saying that. I've seen these <laughs> concepts before. <laughs> I haven't seen any version of this. Which episode of Bird Notice was this? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sure that's funny. Touche, touche. Yeah. That, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. You know, it depends. Um, now, Lord of Misrule is a real thing in England. If you go to the Wikipedia page, they'll tell you that. It's in Scotland as a different name, Abbot of Unreason. I like that name better. Mm-hmm. The Abbot of Unreason. Mm-hmm. In France, they call it Prince de Sceaux. And so this is, you know, you have some Christmas time festivals. This person presides over the revelry, that kind of thing. So how does that affect this movie? Now, the one thing that came to mind when I started watching Lord of Misrule is Midsummer, mm. Another folk horror mm. kind of movie. Mm. Florence Pugh was in that. Jack Ringner, William Jackson Harper and others. Ari Aster was a director and so on of that. When I started watching um, Midsummer, I had to stop. <laughs> That's what, I was like, this is not going to work for me. I really don't care. Um, next. But here you have the whole festival and paganism and all of that. To me, Lord of Misrule was much more straightforward and less eye roll inducing. So I didn't <laughs> finish it. Yeah. Okay. Now, I know some people are fans of Midsummer. It's not like that. Mm-hmm. Note what I said. So you have some of the same themes, not really all of them. Really some of the same trappings is a better way of saying it. But to me, this is probably going to reach a slightly wider audience. Slightly. Mm-hmm. Now, with that out of the way, one character who I was watching and not necessarily for good reason was the husband, Henry. He's this calm observer, of course, despite all kinds of, like you said, weirdness and inexplicability. I mean, okay, wait a minute. There's this scene after Grace goes missing, okay. And they go looking for her. They think they found who's behind it. They go to this person's lodging. I'll say it that way. They find some really strange, you know what there. And this this man is just like, okay, the authorities. No, it's just like, no. what is, <laughs> you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, No, like I can see before then you go, okay, let's stay calm. Once you see some of that, and that's your daughter. Mm. I, at, at a, in a moment, I was like, is he in on it? Mm. Is he in on it or something? But there wasn't enough to even justify that. It's no Rosemary's baby. And it could have been. See, that would have been very interesting mm-hmm. if that's a question in the audience's mind. Is this guy behind it in some way? That mm-hmm. would have added something not special, but something more interesting to this movie for that character. That's what I would have done. Mm-hmm. But, you know. And then at the end, of course, all of a sudden he wants to spring into action when it's convenient, that didn't work for me at all, to be honest. Um, Outside that, that was probably the biggest problem. I have another one that I want to discuss a little later. But before we get there, we talked about trappings of these kinds of movies. You know, the daughter has pagan symbols in her room. Has anyone learned? Mm -hmm. We should have learned this even from The Exorcist. Stop playing around if you're in a movie. Now, in the real world, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. But hello, 
she got, you know, she has drugs of all this pagan stuff on the wall. If you are a parent and not to mention a vicar, mm. I don't know that that would be going down. And then, you know, you get people ripping their hair out. You get, you know, having visions, as you could see in some of the plot summary, secrets going around in the, you know, around the village, all that kind of stuff you would expect. So it's not bad. Certainly not. And I think that the acting is good. They kind of keep it afloat. Just hearing uh, Ralph Einstein's bass voice is enough to justify his presence. It's enough. It's just great. He has a great voice and great for horror. Mm. He could just say the line and was scared. Um, when it comes to Tuppence Middleton, she understands the through line of the story in her character. She was a good guide. I put it that way. Smart. She knew what she was doing, even if I didn't quite know. And I did like Ida and Mary, the two sisters who are laughing for some reason. You're like, what's up with them? You'll see it goes real weird, like you said. It gets real weird when they start seeing, you know, the spirit of the land and, you know... I won't give away what happens. But I wasn't scared. Mm. I think Einstein's voice is the scariest thing about it. Mm. I wasn't scared at all because I was always on the outside looking in. And the thing about great horror is it's personal. That's what it is ultimately. It makes you empathize against your will. And that's how mm. it gets under your skin. Mm. Whether it's you're like empathizing with somebody who is about to be harmed physically that's one way to do it. Or psychologically, you're in their mind space. That didn't happen to me here. And as they reveal what's going on bit by bit, nothing's really that special or interesting. I was just like, okay. Mm. And by the end, I didn't really care at all. But the one thing I talked about the husband, what I would have done with him. Another thing in my ending point on it is thematically, you have again, the paganism versus Christianity, that is ripe for the picking. I think they could have had something much more interesting, scary, and thought-provoking if they took that, if they took the clash more seriously. Mm -hmm. They flirt with the connection, but it has no teeth. I mean, if you just steal from the history of what Christianity did to paganism, you got a lot. Why do we have what we do at Christmas? You're taken from pagan rituals. So there, there is a lot there and a lot of depth there. They just missed the opportunity. So I would say for Lord of Misrule, if you're in the mood for a diversion into folk horror, it would make for an acceptable streaming experience as long as you don't expect too much. Don't expect too much. I would stream it. And there you go. I wouldn't go to a theater. Uh, one of the reasons is to go to, the, to a theater to watch horror, you want people jumping and screaming and, you know, that kind of stuff. That's the fun of it. You're not going to get that here. Mm. And it's also not suspenseful enough to glue you to your seat. Mm -hmm. So if you want it right now, as you said, it's available video on demand. I would go that way or wait for it to stream in some other way. Who knows? So if you, with that said, uh, producer, are you sticking to your guns here for Lord of Misrule? You know, all is as was. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. Um, yeah, I'm sticking to my guns. Okay. Yeah. Well, watch out. You never know what the spirit of the land is going to do in response. Ooh. Oh, yes. You keep playing. And everybody else, don't play like this person <laughs> on my left. Take things seriously, okay? Because 
-hmm. once again, all is as was. Things will not change. You're going to have to deal with the Lord of Misrule. Mm. Thanks for joining us. For up-to-date info and to share what's on your watch list, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Why Watch That, and on Twitter at WWT Radio. Also, you can visit us at whywatchthat.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. Let's keep the conversation going. 